Welcome back to another episode of Biz Time with Asia. This is episode 204. I cannot believe it. It's already the fourth episode of this. I am so, honestly, can I just take a moment to be so proud of myself for just getting going with this thing and so, so grateful for the support that I've had over the last like year of the podcast through season one and then a transition between season one and season two and everything that you guys have sent me over the last year has made so much impact on me and continuing with this podcast. So thank you guys so much and my friends and the support team that I have here. And so just means so much to me. I cannot believe it's already been four episodes like a month ago. If someone would have been like, Hey, like this time next month, you're going to have four episodes up already and you're going to have a rebrand and it's going to be great. I would have been like, when, when the hell do I have time to make four episodes in the next month? And then you realize you only have to do one a week to make four episodes in a month. And um, I'm just so, so grateful that that I've been able to do it and that you guys have been supporting me the whole time. I really, really love doing this. I know that I say that every time, but I mean it. As soon as I hit record, I just get like this surge of joy that I get to share with you guys. Hopefully some encouraging things and some tips and some inspiration because I'm really excited about what you guys are doing and I really, really want to be a part of it. So thank you for listening. This is episode four. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what I like to call my dream chasing timeline, really so that you guys know that you're not behind. I actually wrote this blog post over the summer because I had just wrapped up all my senior clients and I was so heartbroken over hearing so many of them be like, how did you know what you wanted to do? I don't know what I wanted to do when I'm already graduated. And I could tell that they felt like they were behind and like they needed to know right now. And there was like a cutoff point between you were figuring it out then and now you need to have it figured out. And if you don't have it figured out, the rest of your life is just an abyss. And that is not true. The idea that there is like a certain point where you have to have it figured out, it's just inaccurate. It's just not right. Like there is no point by which you need to have it all figured out and you need to know what the rest of your life is going to look like and what you're truly passionate about. Right now, if you guys don't feel like you have it all figured out, I'm here to share with you how I got to where I am, how I quote unquote figured it out and give you some encouragement about the fact that you're already well on your way. You 100% have already been paving the path that you're going to take to reach where you want to go and your journey to that has already started and the bits and pieces aren't going to make sense for a super long time. You know how they say like hindsight is 2020. Um, my favorite example of this, when I was in the fifth grade, I asked for disposable cameras for my birthday and, and big red gum, which is so weird because I hate big red gum. But apparently uh, when I was 10, that was a shiz for me. And I got like 50 disposable cameras for my birthday. And this is back when you invited 50 people to your birthday parties, which is so many people. I can't imagine having not many people at my birthday party now. Um, but like it would be at least a decade until I realized that I really wanted to be a photographer, that I even liked photography, even though 10 years ago, I was like, all I want is cameras for my birthday. So it's really cool to go back and kind of put together like this, like yellow brick road, like backward, realizing what your path was after you've kind of already started taking it and then using that path to keep going in a clear direction. And at least that's how it was for me. So I'm going to get into my timeline of how I've got to where I was. So in 2009, I was 20 years old. I was in my third year of college. And the day that I turned 20, which is in August, so it was like right before I started my third year, um, I had an epic meltdown. First of all, I couldn't believe that I was out of my teens and I was 20 years old. And I had just decided to completely change my whole life plan. Having a life plan at 20 is hilarious, by the way. And I realized I would need to get a whole different degree 
And then everything I had planned for, prepared for up until that moment, like basically I had rendered completely useless with my new plan. Um, I didn't want to be a teacher or a translator and I was getting my degree in foreign languages and I had been setting myself up so strictly for this life path that to me felt like the easy road. And then when I like woke up, I realized it felt very forced and wrong. And I was like scared shitless about going forth in a different direction when I had no idea what I was doing, but I had made the decision to do so scared to death. In 2010, I was 21, started my senior year of college. And so within my junior year, I had decided to become a neurosurgeon. Can we just take a moment? Why? Why? I decided to not be a neurosurgeon my senior year and decided I would like to be a speech therapist. And that actually made a lot more sense. I had been working as a learning therapist for a few years and I really, really loved it. And I had also just applied to live in France through a teaching program because I still had not a clue what I wanted to do after school. And the like get a job right after graduation thing never sounded appealing to me. And I honestly don't think I ever considered it. But working in a foreign country after college was like a very common path for people to take in my degree. And so that's what I did. Um, I also applied to Utah State University online which was the only university that was able to give me a second bachelor's degree um, for speech therapy, which then I would need later on down the line to get a master's degree to then be a speech therapist. Um, It was an added bonus that it was online because I knew that I was going to go to France. And I also didn't know that Utah was beautiful. Now I know that it's beautiful there, but I did not know it then. Um, So I was getting another degree online in something that I didn't really want to do as if one degree wasn't already enough. And I think I did this because speech therapy felt really safe. I felt like I was really good at it. Um, I had been working in that field for a couple of years and I had the opportunity to make it work and I went for it. Things started shifting the December of my senior year. At that time, I still didn't know how they were shifting, but in hindsight, I realized they were. Uh, That's when I picked up a camera for the first time. So December 2010, we did this like group photo shoot with some of my girlfriends. One of my girlfriends, Megan, was graduating early. She was graduating early in December. And so we were doing like a senior photo shoot for her. And just throughout the shoot, I was like, wow, I'm really good at this. Like my pictures look really good. And I was so proud of myself. And I like felt like it was super fun. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And within a few months, I had convinced one of my bosses to loan me several thousand dollars to buy my own camera. And what ended up happening is he garnished my wages $5 an hour for like forever. Um, I actually didn't pay that back until I moved back from France and picked up that same job again, obviously, because it took so long to pay back. Um, But I, it's so funny looking back, I didn't know that I love photography as much as I did. I was like, oh, that would be really nice to have like a nice camera because I think this is really fun. So in March of my senior year, we're now in 2011, I was done with school. I had finished classes a quarter early, um, mostly because I'm a gross overachiever and I had taken summer school because I really, really loved school. And also because I was paying for myself and summer classes were cheaper. So I was done a little bit early and I had March to June to do whatever I wanted before the graduation ceremony was in June. Um, At the time, I was working like 45 jobs. And so my plan during that quarter was just to work all of my millions of jobs and to get my motorcycle license. I don't know why I thought that's what I wanted to do. And really just bid my time until I moved to France. And then I randomly decided to move to Australia. Um, And I want you to know that like, so just checking in with where I'm at. I, at this point, I'm done with school. So I've graduated. I just haven't walked the line. I've purchased a super expensive camera and I still have literally no idea what I'm doing with my life. And if you had told me then, like in 2011, that it, like in five years, 
from that point that I would be running my own business. I would have not, I don't think I would have laughed in your face, but I probably would have ignored you because it would just sound like a random declaration of my future, like grounded in nothing. (laughs) So anyway, um, I sold my car for the flights to Australia and I lived there for spring quarter and I worked there. And then I flew back to California to do the graduation ceremony in June. And then I flew back to Australia to continue my job. I worked at a ski resort there and I hated every single second of that job. (laughs) Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my future at all. I knew I didn't want to work at a ski resort daycare. (laughs) The minutes seemed like hours. And I remember for the first time realizing that I was not used to subjecting myself to things I didn't enjoy, which was a really good lesson for me to be like, oh, this is what it feels like to hate your life. I don't feel like this very often. And that felt really good for me to know that I was unfamiliar with that feeling. So I lived in Australia for probably four months and I worked a total of 11 days. (laughs) So when you keep going in sick to work because it makes you sick to go, I think you should get another job. It's kind of a lesson I learned from that summer. So now we're in the summer after my senior year of college, degree wielding in the world, no clue what I'm doing. I moved back to slow after a few months in Australia before heading back out to France in September. Um, I turned 22 years old and then I moved to France. Again, still no clue what I was doing. I just started online school at Utah State, which I really enjoyed because I love school. (laughs) And I was about to go into the most life-changing year of my life, and really nothing was picking up traction for my future path yet. While I was in France, I practiced photography all the time, all the time, like nonstop, daydreamed about it, took photographs of anybody that would let me. I still had no clue what I wanted to do, which is so silly because like, talk about paying attention to your life. I was not paying attention. And even if I was, I wouldn't have known what to do with the fact that I loved photography really. Um, until February of 2012, I was still living in France and I decided that I really wanted to fly home and surprise my best friend for his birthday. Up until that point, we had never spent his birthday apart and I really didn't want to break that tradition. And so I posted on Facebook that I needed six photo shoots to be able to afford the flight home. And then I got 12, which is insane. But when I look back, not really that insane because I charged 50 bucks. (laughs) Um, And that's the first time I realized that I could get paid doing what I loved. And I still didn't know at the time that's what was going on. Like, I don't know how I just like wasn't paying attention, but I still didn't realize that this was forging my path to really, really being a photographer. So I was able to fly home and then I came back to France and finished out my last three months. And then June, now it's my first year of college, I've been out of college for a year. I moved back to slow to do something I didn't know. (laughs) The day that I landed, the car I was going to buy fell through. My old learning therapy job told me they didn't have enough hours for me which ended up not being the case, but literally the day I landed, I was like, cool, great, no job. And the lease for the house I was going to move into didn't start for another month. So in short, a year into the real world, I had to start all over. I was carless, jobless, and homeless. So you guys are not behind, let me tell you. That summer, I turned 23. By the grace of God, all things were fine. Like always, I ended up being able to get the, the learning therapy job and picked up some of the jobs that I worked while I was in school also. And I accepted a nanny position with this like amazing family in Slow that I'm still really close to. And I would watch the kids three days a week and I would get free rent. And I had a house that was my own studio behind their house. It was awesome. And I worked part-time doing a million other things. I was a Chase Bank driver from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. twice a week. I was a learning therapist still from like 10, 20 hours a week. I nannied three days a week. I was a real estate assistant. I did data processing for a solar company. And then I also had, finally, some photography jobs, kind of. 
So I was working my ass off. I had just spent a year of my life changing, like doing personal growth. And I had practiced photography nonstop. And I still came back totally clueless. I knew that people would pay for my services, but I don't think it dawned on me like what that meant. It didn't feel safe and it didn't feel like a path that was easily set out for me. And I was like harboring these other plans that made perfect sense to me. I had my degree. I was going to be getting another degree. And I was really stuck between these two totally different paths. I was still going to school online and spending a lot of dollars to do so. And then I realized like, okay, I'm going to get this degree. And then I have to go get my master's degree, AKA my third degree to practice speech therapy, like part-time because I knew that I wanted to do photography at least part-time. And then, and I just realized that I can't work a full-time job doing speech therapy and work part-time with photography. And there was just like numbers and years of my life, like floating around in my head, trying to calculate, like how much can you afford in dollars and in time to like, to make these decisions? I, I don't know. No, I didn't know. It was like a pretty pivotal time of life. I don't, I didn't know, but I didn't know. Um, I was struggling. I was so struggling with what to do. So I asked this random guy who was a friend of a friend, you guys may have heard the story already, what he thought about my situation from like a totally objective point of view. If he thought I should quit going to school to be a speech therapist and pretty much sacrifice all future stability and then take a leap to start a business because I loved it. Like I wanted to know what he thought I should do. And I pretty much told God, like, you need to speak through this random dude and I will take whatever he says as a straight up sign from you. And that random dude told me I for sure needed to start a business. And that random dude ended up being John and he's been my number one support ever since. And that was four years ago. So I got my business license in October, 2012. And I quit school and I actually just remembered I didn't quit school. I deferred it for a year just in case I wanted to go back. But by January of 2013, I knew that photography was something that could probably really, really happen for me just with a lot of work and a lot more skill. I had like three or four clients that year. We were meeting in this little studio I had at the back of the nanny house. We were literally sitting on my couch looking at the photos on my little laptop. My indoor studio was the corner between my closet door and the two feet of wall space that I had that was blank enough for a backdrop. And I would photograph every Friday with my hairstylist, Britt, and she would make me up and we would just have a blast taking pictures, dancing in my kitchen or dragging chairs into forests with like tight dresses on. There's this, um, this verse, this verse in the Bible that I love. And it just so reminds me of that time of my life. And it's, um, in Zechariah and it's do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And Uh, That just like fills me with so much joy and like randomly like kind of gets me like teary eyed a little bit because those beginning days were so much fun and we were just like recklessly chasing our dreams and just doing whatever we wanted with what we thought we were passionate about. And it was one of the like funnest and scariest times and definitely the most rewarding. So, okay. At the end of 2012, we're now in my second year out of college, and I filled out this like business goal worksheet, something super similar to what I'm doing this year as well, and that I've done every year since. And this is why um, I remember being like, "What are you like your big dreams?" You know, for for 2013. And I wrote down so many words, like so many qualifiers, like maybe just maybe one day, possibly in the future. I don't know if it could really, just even a little bit small. If it maybe could, I don't know. Get an office in the future. Ten years from now would be fine. And that was in December of 2012. And by March 2013, I had an office. And at the time, I half felt like I had made it and half felt like I was tricking everybody into thinking that I was legit. 
which is basically how I will continue to feel until the day I die. And that's when I learned the power of goal setting and manifesting and like really making moves in your life and being really intentional about it. So I moved out of the nanny house into this cute little apartment downtown where I actually still live. When I was 24, it was my third year out of college. And I pulled more hours of the other hundreds of jobs I had just to support myself while I was building up my business, which costs mucho money and takes mucho time. I did my very first fall photo off with sororities and I knew it was going to be a long haul until that paid off, but I already felt brilliant for thinking of that idea, which ended up being like the best move I could have made because these sororities have been the most loyal and gorgeous foundations of my business since. And then I started panicking that I couldn't sustain myself on like a zillion part-time jobs in a full-time photography business. The first years take so much work. And so I started working full-time at the learning therapy job in January of 2014. And I made that decision out of fear and self-doubt and impatience. And I can't say that I made too many decisions with those motivations, but I didn't have any idea what I was doing. I didn't know. And I love that job. I really love that full-time job. But Um, As soon as I took that position, business picked up fast and I was taking days off to photo shoot and I was not sleeping to finish editing. And I knew I was half-assing both of my full-time jobs and I had to make like a really tough choice, choice, (laughs) choice in deciding like, again, like, do I quit stability with this full-time job or do I take some risks and like follow what I love? So I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I could do it, which was stupid. I knew that I could put a shit ton of work into it. And I knew that people wanted my business, which are just a few of the prerequisites for quitting something to do your own thing. So it took me seven months, but at age 25, my fourth year out of college, 2014, um, with really only the support of like my clients and my sororities and my friends and John, I quit my full-time job and went full-time photography after what felt like a hundred years of doing other things. So now that I write this and summarize it that way, it doesn't really seem like that long. Like, oh, it only took you like four years to figure out what you wanted to do and do it and do it. But during it, it felt like it took forever, but every step along the way was so worth it to me. And if someone gave me like a magical wand and I could just skip those four years of figuring it out and jump right into it, I wouldn't do that. I wasn't ready and I wasn't the person that I was supposed to be yet. And that person that all of those experiences made me is the foundation of the business that I have now. So now I am 27. It is, what is it? My fifth or my sixth year out of college. And my dream is still building. Like I've had the magazine for over a year now. I have this podcast. I finally don't need to work 18 part-time jobs. And that's just a small summary of like what the last year has been like for my business. And it took years and years to get here. Years of fall photo ops, which will never end and self-exploration, which will never end and educating myself with workshops and seminars and practices and coaches, which will never end. And hustling and just trying new things and putting myself out there and working my ass off, which will never end. So long story short, (laughs) you never catch your dream and you're always chasing it. Every step along the way is just getting you guys closer, even if it feels like it takes you a thousand miles away. My journey literally took me thousands of miles away. But every time you get closer to the dream, the dream grows. Chasing my dream isn't like starting a photography business anymore, which is what it used to be. Now it's take over the world, which is obviously the next step after starting a photography business, but it's having like my magazine support a full time, full time staff. It's like continuously growing this podcast and launching an e-course. It's doing five, 10 years of fall photo off and it's continuing to build like a life that I love and slow with John. My, my dream is always growing. 
And I would be so sad if one day I woke up and thought like, there it is. I've caught my dream. Because at this point, chasing my dream is all I know how to do. That's all I've been doing since the moment I realized I can make decisions for myself. So that may have been a little hard to follow. It's easy for me to summarize because it was my life, right? But I just want to tell you that chasing your dream takes time and it takes, maybe you're going to get different degrees. It's going to introduce you to people on different paths that will make your dream chasing path smoother and funner and awesomer. Never, ever feel like your journey is taking too long or isn't worth it or isn't even related to what you want to do because everything that's happened at this point is going to build you up to be the person you want to be. The future is going to be like a combination of opening doors when opportunity comes knocking and knocking down walls when you just know you're supposed to be on the other side. I can't tell you that it's going to be super easy or that it's supposed to be super hard, but I can tell you it's going to take time and work and that you're going to really enjoy it. (laughs) I'm really, really excited for you. And if you need a sign from God from a random person's opinion like I did, I want you to take my encouragement now that you can do this. I swear. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm not special. I stumbled a lot. I ignored my dream for longer than I should have possibly, but I found something I loved and then I took a million years and then I went for it and I'm still going for it. If you guys want to read my blog post and instead of hearing me ramble about it, it is the very first blog post up on biztimewithasia.com. And there it has a little bit more of a clear timeline of where I was and how long it took me to get here because in 15 minutes, it seems like it didn't take me that long, but for realsies, it took forever. I hope you guys are inspired by my story. I'm really excited to hear about yours and I want you to encourage you guys to to make your own like dream chasing timeline and to really track back like the steps to getting you to where you are now and to see how far you've come because you've come so far already and it's really, really cool to appreciate that and recognize how far you can go from here. So that is it for today, folks. I hope you guys are having a fabulous freaking week. Please email me if you have anything to tell me. I just want to know how your business is going. I want to know how much you're inspired. I want to know if there's any tips that you've heard from my podcast that you've been using. Um, I really want to be a part of this thing with you. Thank you guys so much for letting me be a part of your journey. And I will see you on the next one.